Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited to be here with our guest today, Lena Dolter. On this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast, we are going to talk about getting into flow with our own cycles. Yes, those cycles. We're talking about our monthly cycle periods and how to lean into them and plan with them instead of working against them. And literally, you all, this is why I do what I do. This is why I'm super passionate about the flow planner, which does not have the name actually because of our flow. It's funny. It actually has nothing to do with that whatsoever, but now I see the correlation and I'm never going to stop seeing that. That's okay. But women have adhered to a planning system that was literally not made to for us. I was reading all about the history of the planner and the calendar, really of the day planner the other day. And I mean, I've always known this, but it was really fun to read like the actual history. And basically, the Daily Planner was invented in the at the end of the Revolutionary War for soldiers to get back into their lives. And it was actually a very sort of federally created thing. And it was for well-to-do men to document their days, which were similar from day to day. They weren't that different because men literally reset themselves on a daily basis. And for a long time, that is who that planner served. And it's so funny because I saw a picture of this planner. There was actually one planner that was made close to maybe 60 years before that, but the world wasn't quite ready for planners. And interestingly, they all look the same and they all look very similar to a planner that you could go into Staples and get today. And basically, you know, in the early 19th century, women caught on and wanted some of these planners because they wanted to think in advance too. And when the planner came out, it was really the first thing that was man looking out into the future instead of just trusting basically the farmer's almanac that this is how the future was going to be. They were creating the future for themselves and eventually women wanted in on that too. So that is when the planner industry really took off. And for, I would say probably up until close to 10 years ago, because I really remember this transition myself, you know, the planner just was the planner. They were black, blue, they were, they're very masculine, um, in their design, but also in like literally how they were made. And they do not look any different from the one made in the 1760s. It's very, very similar. And so women started just using them as well, though we operate so differently. And what's super interesting to me is when the female planner 
world really exploded in the past 10 years, really all we did was make that masculine system pink and slap some flowers on it in some cases, right? And every once in a while, you know, we kept the structure because not all of us like pink and flowers, but it was never reconsidered how one might plan their day. And that is really why I'm fascinated with having conversations like this one that I'm having with Lena today, because I really do believe that we need to think of a new way to think about what we get done in a day. And we'll talk a lot about that today because each of our days are different. We are way more cyclical and we can get so much more done in a day. We can be so much more effective if we're really following our energy. And that's really what the flow planning system is about. And it is, I'm just so passionate about it. And I'm so excited when I can get on this podcast with other people who are as passionate about this idea as I am. So this is great timing because we are in the process of being able to release to you the next version of the flow planner, which is so exciting because we released the flow planner, I think just under two years ago. Um, the next version was meant to be released in March and or launched in March and then COVID happened. And with COVID, it became a lot harder to print it, um, especially since we were printing in China. And it also became really hard to send stuff and it is a physical planner that needs to be mailed to you. So that piece is getting a little bit easier, the sending piece. And the overseas piece really got me rethinking and really tapping into my values and really wanting um, to print locally, have as little carbon footprint as I could, really get like yummy, beautiful paper to you because I am a paper girl. I mean, I'm a design, I, I used to design books. That was what I did out of college. And I just wanted to get you the highest quality version that I could. And I can do that much easier, closer to home. So all of this is coming your way soon. And I'm just so excited about that. And I'm so excited to be sharing with you in the next couple of weeks, some of the ideas that are really folded into the flow planning system. And this idea that women operate a little bit differently and learning how that is, is one of those major ideas. So I'm super excited to get Lena on today. So let me tell you a little bit more about Lena. Lena guides women to reconnect with their deepest self-trust so they can honor what they need without guilt or shame. If you are a woman who wants to stop working against herself, who is open to connecting with her body to support her in life, healing, and accessing her highest self, Lena's work is for you. And she will share a lot along those lines today. So with no further ado, let's get Lena on the podcast. All right, Lena, welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Well, this is a topic that um, I love talking about. Well, that's not true. I don't love talking about it. It's, it's, a, it's a topic that I'm learning a lot about. Let's say that. Um, and it's funny because we're just getting to know each other. And a really important part of my own story was that, well, for everyone listening, I told you in the introduction, but we are going to be talking about our flow a little bit. And for one of the thing, one of the important pieces of my story is that with food, I was able to actually get a regular 
period. That was not something that was part of my history. It was always something that needed to be medicated. So I actually feel like I really appreciate that that happens to me. It's a little crazy now that I've turned 40. <laughs> I'm in my, my mid 40s. So I'm appreciating like how different life, you know, is in all the different moments. And I'm excited just to learn more about how we can really plan better around our own cycles. Cause I feel like many of us, myself included, feel crazy a lot of the times. And I'm sure that's not what we're supposed to be feeling. Yeah. But if you do feel crazy, I'm here to tell you it's normal, but we'll right. work through it so that you don't feel like it takes over your life. That's what's important. <laughs> All right. So before we actually start talking flow and periods, will you just yeah. tell us a little bit about how you got here? Like, tell us your story. Like why, why are you here talking about this so passionately right now? Yeah. Um, you know, I have always been in tune with my cycle and but on a very subconscious level. I remember getting my period and I don't know, I, I'm 44 and I got my period probably when I was like 12, 12 or 13. And we didn't talk about it in the family. Like, I, oh, right. I, of course. Yeah. We didn't have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no one was talking about it. The only thing I knew about my period was the health class that I was in, right. Where you're looking at the film projector and you're getting like all these things and you're in a dark room and it's kind of scary and weird. And, and it's just like, someday you're going to be bleeding from your vagina and <laughs> you're just like, this is what's going to happen. But it kind of, so there's this huge gap between the physical aspect of what's happening and then like what that even means, you know, and, and how we embrace it as women. Because for me, I remember just being like, okay, no one's talking about it. And I can't, I don't know who to ask about it. So I'm just going to look to see what my mom used. So my mom used pads. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll start to use pads. Like, I don't even know if I told her I started my period, to be honest with you. Yeah. And um, it's like way back, I'm giving you way back story, but I'm sharing this because what through the years that I've lived, <laughs> what, I've what I began to realize is my disconnection with my cycle was part of a bigger picture of a disconnection with my whole self, capital S self, mm -hmm. and how I related to myself, how I felt about myself, how I walked in the world, and how comfortable I was and how confident I was. Um, you know, from the outside looking in, I appeared to have it all and I looked like I was super confident and definitely walked the walk, but there were parts of me that were super overwhelmed you know, I looked outside of myself for answers more often than maybe I quote should have. And I just started to feel really lost. And my period actually brought me back to a, an embodied place. Mm. And when I understood like the energy of it, not like just like, like, and how I can use each phase to support me in my life in a variety of ways. All right. So I have a feeling that a lot of listeners, maybe myself included, are making some mistakes that are leading to some overwhelm that maybe we don't need to have. So tell us a little bit about what you think the mistake or the mistake or mistakes we're making in relation to this that are leading to overwhelm unnecessarily, possibly. Totally. The biggest mistake I see women make, and myself included in this, is that we assume we have the same energy all month long. Yeah. And that jacks up your schedule. <laughs> yeah. Not only your, not only practically does it, that there's, so there's practical 
junk, right, that happens, but also emotionally, energetically, like it all just comes to a head at a certain time of the month where you're like, oh my God, why did I say yes? Oh, like now I, now I want to cancel, but I feel guilty, right? So I can't cancel. What will they think? And so you might relate to that spiraling out situation that happens when we assume that we have the same energy all month long. So will you tell us a little bit about the energy that we do have? Because I've done actually a lot of work with this and I still make a lot of mistakes because it's, it's a new way to think for sure. Um, and you know, every time I think I'm planning, you know, especially right now, cause I don't know, I don't know if everything's a little out of whack as I just turned 45, but you know, I, I always think I definitely avoid big projects while I'm having my period. And I was just in the midst of a launch last week by mistake. <laughs> so, so we definitely do it. Like we definitely do things by mistakes, but tell us a little bit about like the different areas. Cause one of the things that was most exciting to me is that there was actually a time when I had more energy than I had ever given myself credit for, as well as times where like, literally I should just be in bed. Yeah. Totally. I love that you said that you were like off sync because I've been there. Like when I did my first free class this year, I was doing it when I, sh when I, I don't I almost shitted myself. I was doing it at a not, not ideal time, mm -hmm. but luckily through the cycle, it's like, what I find is that as you get more intimate with your cycle and the rhythm for you, then you can have those moments where you are by chance out of sync and bring yourself back to homeostasis because you know how to take care of yourself through your rhythm. Um, when you don't know how to take care of yourself and like say no, like that's a basic one, right? Like say no, or, you know, build in some extra self care during the times where you're out of sync, like for you, if you're in that launch, but you're like, and you really want to be in bed, you know, <laughs> when you know that you can like give yourself something in that time, <clears throat> then that's how we, stay in sync, even when sometimes, sometimes life has us, you know, asks us to not be in sync, if that makes sense. So the question you asked me was, you're gonna have to repeat it, tell you a little bit about the energy. Sorry. Yeah. Well, just like, how does it change? Like, so, so I feel like we're trained like yes. as people, because men made our world that like every 24 hours, every 24 hours, there's a new day and a new opportunity to show up and yeah that is crazy making i think as women because not every day is the same and and this is what you teach i think and yeah. so how do we like how do we start to like what what are different things we can experience and like how do they relate to our cycle and how can we start to think more about this and fit it more into our lives so we can just make smarter plans i think right yeah totally <clears throat> so one thing that I teach my clients and I teach in my free class, Get In Flow, are these four questions that you can start to ask yourself so that you can understand where you are and like look at your energy. So if you are listening now or listening later, I'd highly recommend you grab like a piece of paper or if you've got your phone, wherever you keep notes so that you can jot these questions down. Mm -hmm. And the first question that I ask everyone to tap into is, how do I feel physically? So when you think physically, you're thinking your physical being, right? So your body, what's connected with your body? Are you hung, like your hunger level? I'm giving you many examples here just to give you the sense of what I mean when I say, how do I feel physically, right? Yep. You don't have to think of all of these things. It's just to really connect you to what I'm saying. So are you hungry? 
were you tired? Did you have a headache? Did your body, like, did your stomach feel upset? Did you, you know, those things physically, right? And then the next question would be, how do I feel mentally? So what is your mood? Like, what does your brain feel like? Are you out of focus? Was it easy for you to focus today? Or were you easily distracted? Or were you feeling stressed? Mm -hmm. So it's like your mental energy. And then how do I feel emotionally? And it's like, sometimes these things, those two can feel a little bit intertwined. So I don't want you to get too caught up in the, the distinction. It's just like, you're going to notice as you walk through this with yourself, like what's different for you and where you tend to be more aware, mm -hmm. right? In your body. So obviously oh, we know what emotions are, right? Sad, mm -hmm. happy, joyful, angry, <laughs> right? All those things. So how do you feel? These are really important things to really tap into. Like, how did you feel that day? And then the last question can be a little convoluted. However, it's part of what we are made of, right? So we're physically made of a body. We have a brain and we have emotions and we also have a spiritual aspect to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So how do I feel spiritually mm -hmm. would be the last question that I would invite you to ask. And for me, the way I describe that is how connected do you feel to your higher guidance? Mm -hmm. Okay. Whatever that is for you. And an example of that could be, you know, those times when like, you're just kind of going about your business, but you get this instant download or a piece of information it just comes to you right like mm -hmm. is it as if out of nowhere that would be an example of you being really tapped in spiritually yep so just an idea for that cool and so and then what you do is you ask these questions of yourself every day so every you can start to see day. how they're different correct and then how they end up repeating probably exactly okay yes. cool exactly yeah yeah all right i yeah. love that yeah because your energy ebbs and flows, right? Like to speak to what you were saying earlier, like, you know, there's a chunk of the month where we have as women more external masculine type energy. And when I say masculine, I mean, productive, you know, yeah. the, the world we're used to the world we live in, right. That, that really celebrates productivity results, drive, etc. And then there's like a week to 10 days where you're going to feel uh, where like the energy shifts from being external producing and out there into a more internal energy. It doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It just shifts in the way in what it looks like. Yeah. Does that make Got sense? Got it. Yeah, totally. I love that. And, and so, and so if those are the two ways and those are two weeks, so then does that come in and out twice in a, in a, like if a cycle is four weeks? So like, are there different pieces of the cycle where that tends to happen? Or do you find it's really different for every person? Generally speaking, if you are, if you have a, if you are a woman who is experiencing a, if you have a non birth control really uh, cycle. So if you're a natural bleeder, I'm sorry. Yeah. Use word, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean that because if you're on any sort of hormone control, then it's going to affect certain, it's yeah. like your body's being forced to have these, 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 uh, 
ebbs and flows. But if you're a, a normal bleeder without any sort of synthetic birth control, your cycle is anywhere from 28 to 31 days. And I'm going to do air quotes here, quote, normal, right? Yep. Quote, normal. That doesn't mean if you have a 24 day cycle or a 42 day cycle, I just kind of pull those numbers out, <laughs> that you're not quote, normal, right? That just may be your normal, right? So what I teach in my free class is just like really opening up to what it looks like. But then as we go into my small group program, we get into the details of your personal flow mm -hmm. and then how we work with that. So like with your work, Mia, right? You work with entrepreneurs, moms, you know, who have to balance life as a businesswoman and also as a mother and work mm -hmm. and a partner, all mm -hmm. those things, right? And you work with them on planning. So when you get in synchronization with your own flow, it's like you take what you teach them right into the planning and you do as best you can to yeah. like synchronize that, right? And then on top of that, like I, my work teaches and I'm sure yours does too, like how to really, how to plan for what doesn't sync. And then like how to take care of yourself there. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's, can we talk a little bit about the idea? So, you know, something that we end up working a lot around here. So I'm always curious on all the different components of it is, you know, how to make more time and we can do that very logically, you know, so many amazing women who've come before us or are a few steps ahead of us can show us like what can be done in a day, in a week, in a month, all the things. Um, but tell us how that, that can how, how what we learn about our cycle, how that can actually map back out to helping us really create more time for ourselves um, or, or create the feeling that we have more time. Yeah. I have a million things rolling through my head. So just give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a second. Um, yeah. I love that question because it can be a pro. I, I'm going to say two things. One depends on how you approach it. Okay. Right. So it's like, if you're approaching creating more time from the masculine energy and those, you know, the phases of your cycle. So inner spring, inner summer, where it's natural for you to take on more, then it could end up backfiring. Cause what, if you're coming at it from that aspect of like, I have to do more, like from that belief inside that you like, Oh my God, I have to do all these things. How can I do more? Mm -hmm. right? Like then it's, it's likely going to backfire for you because you are operating from a non, like you, you're operating from the old, from the system. Old way. Yep. Yeah. And when you approach it from your cycle, right. Or like, and how you feel, that's why all these questions are so important. It's like, okay, when do I need more support? And, you know, what does that look like for you? Right. So I coached a mom who was a working full time, uh, wanted, pursuing her uh, Akashic Records course. She wanted to work with women in Akashic Records and had four kids, get this, under the age of four. Oh my gosh. I know, right? Like, I was like, oh my God. So, like, <laughs> so, so, one way we started to, one way we created more time for her was it's going to be, it's more, it's more like life oriented than it is cycle oriented. But yep. the reason we did this is so that she could begin somewhere and then work the cycle into it. So for her, it was literally five minutes a day mm -hmm. in the bathroom, mm -hmm. like by herself. Cause that's really the only place mm -hmm. that she had time. Mm -hmm. And 
where it was like built in. She's already getting ready, right, for work. So it's like, I'm just gonna take my iPhone with me, set my insight timer, take five minutes just to breathe. Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of how we created more time. Mm -hmm. So the concept of time is actually energetic. Mm -hmm. And it starts with those four questions so that you know when you need more space. Yeah, one of the biggest things that I've learned myself is, um, because I have done some work with this, and it actually kind of started, you know, I fell in love with the idea of how my cycle relates to the moon Mm -hmm. a couple years back and did some work around that. Um, We'll link to some of those episodes actually in the show notes for anyone listening. And I, what I found was like the biggest shift I made was not in the doing more, but in the doing less piece. And I feel like I a little bit got thrown into that when I turned 40, because when I did have my period, I literally was like, felt like I should be in the hospital. Like I just didn't feel there was 24 hours where I literally all of a sudden was like the rug was taken out from under me. And a lot of times I would have things planned in those days where I like was supposed to be showing up for this podcast or, you know, a client or my, you know, kids in a way that was like more strenuous than I was feeling like I I had in me. And when I learned to like, know when that was coming, because for some reason, like at that point I had created through food, a very regular cycle. Mm -hmm. And I still would always be like surprised when it came, you know, I'd be like, Oh my God, like, how is this happening today? Like, even though it like very regularly happened 28 or 29 days before. And I always felt like this really big surprise. And the second I started just like putting in the calendar those days and like starting by just taking those days off, Mm -hmm. um, so many things changed. And what I started to learn was like, that's when some of my best ideas came. It's when some of my best writing and creativity happened. And I was just giving myself space, like not, and I wasn't even like planning that I had to do any of those things, but we're so smart when we're tapped into our bodies. It's unbelievable, like what we can do. So I definitely have learned this lesson firsthand. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's amazing. It's just, it's so amazing. It's so amazing how it's so opposite than what most of us learned. Yeah. Yeah. And exciting that maybe we can pass it on to our kids. I'm not sure it's what's taught in school yet, but. (laughs) No, totally. But I I feel like it's going to get there. Yeah. And I love what you shared about that because, you know, what you just shared is the women that I help, right? Like, oh my God, like, how is it? Like, there's there's symptoms and signs that the site, that the period's starting, but it's not something we're taught to pay attention to. And, or we've normalized it, right? Like Kate Northrup says, like we've normalized PMS. So it just becomes something that, you know, oh, this is just this part of it. But really there's so many gifts in the entire cycle, right? Like you're saying, like there's wisdom in those ladders, those ladder sections of the cycle. And it is a time to plan for rest. And like I said, everybody's body's different. And you know that too. And one thing I want everyone to hear, I'm sure you've talked about it, especially since you've healed, you healed your cycle physically through food is that, um, you know, you shouldn't have like painful periods are not normal. Yes. Yes. And and I've since actually, so uh, it's interesting because my story, you know, way back when, um, was the, when I first got it was through changing my food. I had had three kids. I don't know how that even happened. It was like some miracle and some acupuncture. Um, so that happened, but I had always taken this awful medicine to get it. Like that was my story and it was awful. It was just like the worst ever. And, um, 
so then I got regular. And then when I hit 40, cause I'm 40, I just turned 45. So when I hit 40, like things started shifting a little bit, you know, and I'm super clean. Like I don't eat gluten. I don't have dairy, like, you know, whatever, but like something just wasn't right. And I noticed, you know, every year, like four pounds would come on. And like, I just, and it's interesting because, you know, I tell everybody about dairy and gluten, like, you know, I, I tell people like your kids shouldn't have runny noses and watery eyes. Like that's not normal. And here I was like having these like debilitating cramps and I just, just like, it must be perimenopause. It must be age. Like same with the weight. And it's funny now that we're talking, cause I'm just 60 days out of doing like, you know, the next spiral of my upgrade of nutrition <laughs> and I haven't had cramps. So yeah you know, it's so interesting how, how much control we have over this and how out of control we're led to believe we're supposed to feel about it. Yes. Yes. I teach, like, I'm by no means a hormone expert or a, a dietitian, yep. um, but I also have done, like, I've also used food to ease the cycle. Like I am blessed and I never had a painful period yep. and I very rarely had cramps. And if I did, it was just like a, the first day or something. But as I tuned in like, and, and really got clear on like, okay, well, what, what is playing into this? And like, how can I fix it? And I've never, I'm not, I don't drink caffeine. So that's not, it wasn't a problem for me not to have it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't eat meat, things like that. Like that's neither here nor there. But the point of this all is to say why those four questions are so important because the more you tap into how you feel, the more you will know what you need, what needs to be edited, what needs to be yeah. looked at deeper. And that's the whole point of my work is like, let's go in like, the cycle is part of it. What can we learn? What are we learning from it that will help us take you to where you want to go? Whether that's in your business, in your life, in your, you know, your health, whatever. Yeah. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. All right. So we should have maybe answered this question first, <laughs> um, but I know that there's people listening who either are, you know, are, are taking something synthetic for their cycle or maybe something has happened that for some reason they either naturally they don't have a cycle or you know through via hysterectomy or whatever they don't have a cycle mm -hmm. um but we're still all women and i do believe that as women we don't operate the same way as we were led to believe especially as we're like planning our days um so what do you have to say to those people because i know who you help are a lot of people who are experiencing a natural um cycle but what 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 do we have to say to the, to the rest of women and how does this pertain to what they're experiencing Totally. So every woman has an inner rhythm, period. Yeah. Not to, no pun intended. <laughs> um, you have an inner rhythm, period. Whether you experience a, a, a normal uh, non-birth control period, or you have some birth control for whatever reason that is for you, or you are moving from the cycle of life of having menstruation into perimenopause, menopause, you have a rhythm. And so one thing that I'm really passionate about spreading the word on is your period pain doesn't stop or your PMS symptoms, they don't stop when you stop having a period. Mm. So like a lot of women who experience PMS, like I was just conversing with a woman in my Facebook group um, the other day and she's like, yeah, I just get really cranky and crabby. Like my husband and my kids are kind of used to it. I just don't like it. And I really hate how I feel super indecisive around my business. I feel really stalled, feels like I can't do anything. Right. So when I hear her say that, you know, my coach is like, yeah, okay, I get it. Right. You're having these feelings. And yet there's that part of you conditioned by the patriarch that you should just keep going, even mm -hmm. though 
you're in a space that your body and your energy is actually sending you a really clear sign and an invitation to do quotation marks something different, yeah. right? Not action oriented. Right. And so I say that part about your period problems don't go away when your period stops because that emotional block, that, that energetic block that she experiences, that every woman experiences because it's real, it's your hormones shifting, um, doesn't go away when you have, when your period stops. So to answer your question, if you are moving, if you are in synthetic birth control or you are moving from menstruation into menopause, the moon is a really great guidance system. Mm. And I know you've talked about this and you mentioned how you love that aspect of connecting with yourself through the moon cycle. Um, a lot of women, I hear them talk about how they want to like, maybe there's a broad and for there's broad information on like full moon is full, like inner summer ovulation expression, right? Mm -hmm. Cause energetically the lunar moon phase, that is what it means. It's kind of like out there, open, lit up the new moon, darker internal, a little bit more, um, you know, like not external, right? Mm -hmm. So for those women who are not menstruating at all, my invitation is to use the moon as your source mm -hmm. of a starting point. And it really doesn't matter what phase you choose. It's just that you keep consistent with what you are uh, noting. So you can start on a new moon or a full moon. It doesn't really matter. What you want to do though, is make sure you're asking those four questions consistently every day for at least a three month period of time to see your rhythm. Awesome. Yeah. yeah and I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So, and we've had actually, we had Ezzy Spencer on this show. So she um, spoke a lot about the moon cycles and we will link to that episode in this. So for anyone who that hits, I think she covered a little bit of that as well. All right. So tell everybody how to get hold of you. So if yeah. anyone's just thinking like, oh my gosh, this is the work I've been meaning to dive into and I'm sick of the 24 hour time cycle created by white men. <laughs> Tell us how to find you. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm sick of it too, everybody. Um, yeah. So my website's leanadolter.com and you can find me there. Um, I invite you, if you're interested to get more, like to understand what it means to get in flow. Um, I do have a free class that I do at least twice a year and you, I welcome you to join my Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So my Facebook group is the greatest way to get free content consistently, you know, video, all the, all the good stuff. And to be in a community with women who are like you, who want to understand more about how to live in sync with their cycle and what that means for them. And my Facebook group is the clear and confident woman. I'm sure that I, Mia will link that for yeah, you. Yeah, we'll link that in the show yeah. notes. So everybody can yeah. go, just go find it easily <laughs> yeah. for sure. And, yeah. And I feel like that is the easiest way to be, to, to find me. Cause then I, you know, you can grab, we'll grab your email, get you, you know, all the things will happen, but you'll be there. You'll be surrounded with women who want the same thing as you. And we'll be able to connect there too. So that would be my invite. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So I have one more question. Yeah. So for all of us with daughters, yeah. let's think out loud. Like, I mean, I didn't tell my mom either. So, you know, I didn't even like, she probably would have been, you know, told me exactly what to do, but for whatever reason, I didn't do that. So I, I'm having a very different experience with my girls and like, how do we change this message? Like what's one thing we can all do? Mm. It gives me like chills and I almost might cry. So for those of you listening, I'm super emotional. I own it and I love it, but sometimes it just comes up. Um, you know, I feel like 
talking about the cycle with your with your daughters is beyond the physical aspect of it yep. right like it has for me like if i had a daughter and when i talk to the women that i volunteer with it's about loving themselves more through this yeah right? it's really like a process of it's not shameful you know we've yeah. been taught that it's like this very shameful thing and it's you hide it that's why we have you know tampon you know, all these things that make it not seen Yes. And really, it's like, I love that we're in a time that there are more women talking about how powerful the period is and how powerful our cycle are, is. And so for me, it would be like, how can I empower my daughter to embrace this and not only embrace it, but like really connect to what it means to be a woman? Yeah, I love that. I love it because it's such an important piece of being a woman. So the idea that it's shameful, like, I mean, it literally is our power, like, and the idea that we can make humans <laughs> in nine months from this thing is like unbelievable. And so. that it's our creativity, whether you want to make a human or not, you get to birth something. Yes. That's where it all comes from. Right. Yes. So like, you know, for anyone listening who hasn't birthed or doesn't want to birth or has had hard times birthing, like you are still a birther. You still, yes. you, you still get to create like this is your source. It's the source of life, whether it is in human form or otherwise. Right. Well, and, and when you tap into that cycle, then you really get to experience that at its yeah. full level. So I love that. Thank you so much for your time today. This was amazing. Thank you for having me. I love it. I love talking to women about periods. I love hearing about other women's period journeys. And I love knowing that we're out here making a difference for women to really own their womanhood. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. At the end of every episode, I always share three doable changes because I really do believe that action is where real change happens. And I don't believe that action has to be as big as we might think it has to be. It can be the little things that add up over time. In fact, I've seen both with myself and with lots of clients that really the little things do add up. And when we take on too many things at once, I don't know, crazy things happen. Like we take them all on for three days and then COVID hits. And then we just don't have the systems in place to keep going. Whereas if we do one thing at a time and really figure out how to fit it into our lives, no matter what's happening around us, then we can make those R's and over time they add up. And at the end of six months, at the end of a year, at the end of five years, all of a sudden we realize that we have a bunch of new habits that are really supporting us. So Lena shared some amazing strategies in this episode, and I wanted to pull out three that you could possibly choose to lean into um, in your life. And again, I recommend choosing one at a time and really fitting it in over the course of a week or two, and then moving on to the next one. All right. Number one, pay attention to your energy. Regularly ask yourself these three questions, and it's really powerful to do it over a three month period. I highly recommend this because then you'll really start to see the patterns. Ask yourself, how do I feel physically? How do I feel mentally? How do I feel emotionally? How do I feel spiritually? And start tracking your answers. Do this on a daily basis. And over time, you will notice the patterns. 
This is really big in planning. I promise you this will serve you. I would literally set an alarm on my phone. That would be the first thing I do to make this a doable change so that I really remember to do this for three months. This one impacted my life in a big way. All right, number two, go inward. What happens if you don't try to keep pushing when your energy tells you otherwise? What if you allow yourself to clear your schedule for a day, for an hour, for a week? What if you allow yourself to rest or to get more support? Notice what happens to your energy, your creativity, and your productivity when you really can start to listen to what it is that you need. All right, I know that's a hard one to hear, but it's a powerful one to work on. Number three, plan based on your cycle. As you gather more information about your cycle and your energy, if you choose to do doable change number one, start using this information in your planning. Block off the days when you anticipate having lower energy and really focus on those days being more inwardly focused or doing the things that you can do with low energy. There's some things that we actually do better with low energy. See what happens when you plan around giving yourself what you need on those days. Maybe you'll find that you're less overwhelmed because you fit projects into days when you have the energy to do them. So there are going to be days when you feel so much energy. And on those days, I find that we women can do what somebody else could do in a week, but we can do it in a day. It's just, we need to tune in and pay attention. And do you get done more on those days because you have more energy or because you listened on some of the lower energy days and really use those energies, those, that energy to make plans and to figure out what you need to do on the higher energy days. And when you really start to listen to this, and of course we have days in the middle that are just regular energy or your baseline, but when you really start to listen to these different amounts of energy that you have that ebb and flow throughout the month, you will feel more in flow, especially when you start to plan for them. So those are the three doable changes from this episode. Literally, you all, this is the reason why I do what I do is because I believe that women are operating in systems that don't serve us. And what we talked about today really emphasizes how the way that we work, the way that we think makes so much sense if we can just tap into it. All right. If you like what you've heard, do me a big favor. We are trying to get more rating and reviews on iTunes because when that happens, more people find this podcast. So if you find yourself with five minutes today, or if you can make five minutes for yourself today, please head on over to iTunes, click rating and review once you find the Plan Simple podcast, and leave us an honest review. Let us know what you think. Um, It's part of my intention to start reading some of these out loud so it's possible that yours could be read. And we will be doing December giveaways for all of the Um, reviews that we're getting. We'll put them into our virtual pot and pick a name each week and give some amazing giveaways. And just a small hint, the new flow planner is coming out. So that is 
pretty much one of the giveaways. Just gave it away. So go leave your rating and review on iTunes, and hopefully you can be one of those winners. And you're also hugely helping support this podcast by doing that, because for whatever reason, that is the algorithm for which iTunes works. So thank you. And I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast.